Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunicor community. It is November the 20th. Where the hell has the year gone? It's far, November far already. Away. It's crazy, isn't it? It's Christmas in five weeks. Oh, you yeah. keep saying that, Mike. Christmas in five... <laughs> Have you got an advent calendar or something that goes all the way into um, November? I- I'm only saying that because somebody won a Christmas cake in a raffle and gave it to me yesterday and I've just had a large slice of it. <laughs> Now I want cake. I, I don't want got cake as well. And it's got brandy in it and everything. It's it's delicious. Why didn't you keep it till Christmas? Uh, it, it couldn't wait that long. It might go off. Is it cooling out to you? Yeah. You had to test it, didn't you, Mike? You had to uh, test exactly. It. Yes. <laughs> it might go off. It's full of alcohol and fruit and it might go off. Yeah, right, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And covered in icing and marzipan, yeah. yeah funny, funny how we didn't test the Quaker oats. Yes, uh, well, the work only for five years. You should have made them into a flapjack. Yeah, <laughs> or built a everyone, wall. Has everyone ordered that Slayer horrendous Christmas jumper yet? Because that's out again this year. Oh, I might do it this year actually. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> a although, bit dear though. Although not I'll, cheap, it's about forty quid. Yeah, it's not. I, I need to go to Primark after wandering around Primark with Christina. Yeah, and, that is true. Checking out all those crazy Christmas jumpers. I still feel the need to buy buy my wife a little elf one with the gold buttons. That was. I think I might buy the um, the Santa one, maybe. Not the one with the big stomach. Maybe. Santa belly. Santa belly. Sorry, completely off track, but if anybody does goes to Primark, which is a clothes shop in the UK, uh, if you go to the bigger one, they've got these amazing Christmas clothes there this year. <laughs> so many Christmas onesies and hats and loads of jumpers and socks and you name it, they've got a Christmas variation of it. And we were, I think it's fair to say we were entranced, tranced, weren't we? We were just sort of walking around this place in a bit of a day's going, oh my God, check out that jumper. Um, one of the many trips that Christina made to Primark. It was Star Wars related. That was her excuse. They had a Star Wars costume. That was true. But didn't she use an excuse that she got the wrong size of something and she had to yeah, go back yeah. the next day? Yeah. Like, really? Buy more. <laughs> really? Saw through that one straight away. Anyway, sorry, we jumped ahead of ourselves. Christmas in five weeks' time. Mike's already eating cake. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, how are you, Mike, anyway? Um, good, thank you. Um, this weekend I had. Two, um, a couple came over to visit me. Um, they're Romanian, but now live in Dublin, so it's a lot easier for them to come over. So that was nice. Um, so I've had a three-day weekend with them, showing them around. Took them to Old Trafford, um, and showed them around the delights of Marple and everything. And then on Wednesday, I managed after forty minutes of trying to get Food Fighters tickets. So I'm sorted with that as well. So all is good. Cool. How about you, Dras? Me, this week has been spent again booking various future gigs. I've got tickets to the uh, Smashing Pumpkins intimate show at the Coco, which I'm really looking forward to oh, for I Christmas. Bet, I bet you will have been looking forward to that. Um, I am with a bit of uh, rage on the drums and killers on a bass. And yeah. um, aside from that, I've just been checking out the uh, Walking Dead Season 4 box set. I'm on to uh, the final disc now. And as I keep mentioning, it's just it's just not getting any better for Rick. I feel sorry for the guy. Yeah. But yeah, What's he, that? He's got, you know, it's all zombies, mate. It's all zombies. You're going to say he's had it coming then. What's he done? Re- really bad American accent? Yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> What's Matt been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, what have I been up to, actually? I, I also got Food Fighters tickets, which was cool. I got four of them for Wembley on the 20th. Mm-hmm. 
uh, of June next year. So that should be something to look forward to. And I've been converting videos, which we'll come on to in a little while, uh, ready to upload to Empty Spiral. And working mostly, actually. We had a management away day, so there was quite a lot of alcohol involved at the beginning of the week. Uh, which is not necessarily a great way to start your week because the rest of the week just seems to drag on from there, I think. But uh, no, that's been a bit for me. Nothing really exciting. I've been keeping up up to speed on the Flash and Arrow. Those are the two that I'm kind of shows that I'm watching. I'll tell you what I did watch, actually. I watched Alien Resurrection for about the first time in must be about 10 oh, years. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, not really no. Got, it's not really got any better, actually. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that it... No. <laughs> that, I mean, it's not... Yeah, it is a bad film. Okay, I was going to say it's not a bad film, but it's not great, is it? It really isn't great. And I can't even say there are particular bits in it. I thought, well, that was a cool bit, and that was a cool bit, and it wasn't really. It's just a bit... There. Although it's I did feel sorry for the the... the alien human hybrid at the end and by the way this is not a spoiler because it's been out for like 15 bloody years <laughs> it's like this can no longer be a spoiler when it the thing gets kind of sucked out of this little tiny hole mm. and kind of gets sucked through itself out that was just a bit ugh, but yeah um that's kind of it really for me it's one of them films that just spoils our people disagree though so alien 3 was shit but i thought you know that ended a perfect trilogy for me I thought Alien 3 was a really good film, actually. Yeah, Again, I've I been watching it. them yeah. over the last couple of months, I suppose, probably longer than that. I've been watching all because I've got the quadrology on Blu-ray and I've been watching them all. And the first three films, they stack up. I mean, I think a lot of people don't like Alien 3 because it's so diff They were expecting Alien 2.5 sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it goes back to sort of the, the atmospheric single and alien and yeah. Yeah, and I and I like I thought it was really good, but no, not a full no, no. Anyway, Late film, but we digress. This is not a film review, really. So. This is what, podcast. This is not an aliens podcast. This is not a film review podcast. This is a Lacuna Coil podcast, and I think it's probably worth me mentioning that because I've realised we've been talking for about ten minutes, and none of us have mentioned Lacuna Coil. I don't think, and that's what we're here for. So anyway, let's get on to some Lacuna Coil news, shall we? We shall. So this week, Gillian from the Coiler community on Facebook uh, published by way of, she spoke to me first, of course, but published by way of the Empty Spiral website, an interview that she did with Andrea and Christina when they were in Germany a few weeks ago, or last week, I should say. Uh, the interview was very much focused on Lacuna Coil's style, Christina and Andrea's style, their tattoos. In Christina's case... Uh, the type of makeup she uses and really kind of give you a sense of how they approach their image on stage and in photo shoots and so forth. Now, the second half of the interview then, and I thought it was particularly interesting, kind of looked at some classic photos of the band, again, focus on their sartorial style or the way they did the makeup, etc., 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 and kind of talked through the, these particular images. Uh, all in all, it's quite a long interview. She's transcribed it, and as I say, I posted it, added a load of uh, images and, and so forth, and collectively we posted it on the website. I'll put links in the show notes. And it's it's a very good interview. I think it makes something very different from the kind of interviews that you typically read from members of the band, so I encourage everybody to check it out. On the subject of the tours, obviously now it's been oh, two weeks, guys, since we gallivanted around the countryside listening to Slayer and watching Lacuna Coil. But uh, we're still going through all the videos and 
uh, as I think I may have said last week in the podcast, I recorded all of the Birmingham show. And every few days, just to tease you all, I'm putting another video up onto the Empty Spiral YouTube channel, as well as to the Empty Spiral uh, page on Facebook. So today, no more than about an hour ago, I posted Spellbound onto both of those sources. So check it out. Uh, and you'll see more and more coming over the next few days, weeks. Uh, I would imagine by middle of September, we'll this September. Where am I talking about? <laughs> by the middle of December, we'll be pretty much done. Final bit of news we have we have for you this week is you may have seen on various Facebook pages, and certainly it's been put on the front of the Empty Spiral website. The Metalheads interviewed Andrea, I think during, I'm not quite sure which show it was, but it was certainly during the UK leg of the current European tour. Uh, quite an interesting interview. Uh, talks about the increased pressure on bands to release albums every couple of years, and Andrea saying that's far from ideal. There's also a few hints about the direction that they're taking their music on the next album. I thought about you guys, but it feels like Broken Crown has only just come out. And they're already talking about another album, which I guess is kind of the point that Andrea is making that they're having to plan already. Uh, again, it's a it's an audio interview, although it's on YouTube, and I encourage everybody to check it out. It's a good interview. It's not too long. It's about 10, 15 minutes. Definitely worth listening to. And that's it for news this week. So what do we have for you? Well, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, Whilst on the Broken Crown Halo European tour, we managed to catch up with various members of Lacuna Coil. Last week, you got to hear Andrea's interview. This week, we're talking to Christina in the tour bus in Glasgow about various things, including Broken Crown Halo, social media, and random questions that Coilers have asked when we all sat in a pub and made them up. As you may recall, guys, enjoy. Colder, yeah, but yeah. we've been lucky because I mean it just started to to rain mm. like a few minutes ago and before I even went out of the bus. So I have to say that I had a great day. A little chilly, but I love Glasgow. So we were really fun. lucky actually last couple of days because uh, Bristol and London were both really mild for the end of October, weren't they? It is true. It is true. Actually, Milano it's sunny. I mean, my friends are just like sending me text that it's sunny and warm. Yeah, so many were saying it was actually quite cold in Milan. No, my well, she she just flew in, right? So so she sent yeah. you a message. Okay, yeah. no, but my friends were like, oh, it's it's awesome today. It's sunny. It's warm. So I don't know if they were lying because they were jealous that I'm in Glasgow <laughs> today. It might be <laughs> but, jealous that you're in Glasgow. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I can oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Glasgow's pretty bummed. Glasgow's yeah. Actually, that. Marco sent me a message. She's like, oh, you guys are there. Yeah, but you're being yeah. really mean to him. You keep sending pictures of. English breakfasts. No, I know, I know. I mean, that's a thing in in between us because I mean, uh, I was before I left. I was like, I promise, I will not send you pictures of English breakfast. And the first day, Andrea and I went to have an English breakfast, and Andrea was like, Send a picture to Marco. <laughs> you take a picture of me, and I take a picture of you, and we sent both of them. 
you know, we, we miss him. But I send him a message. They're being mean. They keep sending me messages. I it's said, I'm not He can actually do it himself as well. I mean, he's able to cook, so he can do it at home. <laughs> but, <he's laughs> but better recovered. not to yeah, now. Not he's <laughs> drinking not infusions to. and eating fruit at the moment to recover. Anyway, so what we're going to do is we I'm going to ask you some questions about the most recent Lacuna Cord album, Broken Crown Halo. And then I've got a, a, a series of questions that fans of Lacuna Cola have kind of come together Wonderful. and asked lots of random questions. Wonderful. So I, I apologise in advance if I, I get them wrong. Or... <laughs> anyway, so Broken Ground Halo has been out since March of this year. Yeah. It, I, I can't speak for sales figures, but certainly if the crowd and a fan reaction has been anything to go by, it's been a very successful album. Everybody seems to love it. I haven't spoken to anybody who's gone, oh, it's bit, I don't like yeah. it. No, everybody just loves the whole thing. Yeah. So that must be really cool to, to be able to deliver an album this far into Lacuna Core's career and just have it be such a success. For it is. It is It is definitely great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we, we we connected with new fans and we and we went along with, uh, with the old school fans because, you know, sometimes... It, it's hard for a band, especially in our case, we don't really think about the reaction that the fans are going to be on our albums. We we want to be honest with ourselves. We want to put out music that we like. And in in so many years in a in a band career, there are always ups and downs. You know, there is always that album that that the fans are not really happy with, and there is always that album that is like, oh my god, this is awesome. Luckily for us, Broken Crown Halo, as you said. Is really loved. I mean, we can see it every night when we play the new songs. The kids are like singing the songs. It's not that they're just attached to the classics, like you know, Evans Alive songs like this, but but they're really loving the new stuff. So it's it's really rewarding. <laughs> I'm it's got some it. amazing songs on it. I'm, I'm, I'm in love it. with this album. It's I love it too, but I mean, it's not up to me to judge it, of course. So. <laughs> well, I think you have. You know, you you should judge it. You should be the first judge. Well, I'm I'm really proud of it, but you know, I can't say, oh my god, this album is amazing. Of course, to me, it's amazing, but you know, I can judge for for the rest of the world. Do you have any favorite lyrics on the album? Ones that really, when you put them together, even uh, a single line or even a whole song that you think, I love what the message we're saying in this. I think that all the lyrics in this album are really important to me for different reasons. Uh, I really like "Nothing Stands in Our Way" because I think that it has a a great message. It's not only uh, a little bit of our own stories, not only the band story, but in life, you know, it happens that you can go through problems, through odds, and and no matter what happened, you can always get out of it. So I think it, it has a really strong and positive message also for everyone who's, who's being like in a bad moment and dark moment of life. So I really like I really like that song. I also like it because we kind of used a, a sort of a way of telling a story of like two persons that are on a, on, a, on like a car trip. We, we imagine this sort of a of trip some to somewhere with like obstacles, you know. But but you keep on going, you keep on driving because no matter what happened, you will do it anyway. Mm. So I really like I really like that song. I also like zombies a lot. Just the type of song I love to perform. It is really energetic. Uh, I really love it to to play that song live. But I also like other songs like Cyber Sleep that is completely different and a completely different atmosphere or hostage hostage to the light. There's so many strong songs in this album. I've never reviewed anything. And it's just one, 
great song after a great song after a great song. <laughs> uh, it just blew me away. And it still does. I was playing it again in the car today. Uh-huh. We were singing to it as we were driving up here. Amazing. I was speaking to Andrea yesterday about singles, singles yeah. of albums, and it's not in 2014 singles of albums. You don't have many of many of them, do you? But if you could choose the next single off off the album, which would it be? Probably zombies. Probably well. zombies. <laughs> such a great song. I know. I love it. I love it's it such too. A great song. I love it too. Good choice. Zombies. Good choice. Okay. Next question then tied directly to it yeah. and look this was my question and I said video for zombies okay, okay. so we're on the same page here if you had an unlimited budget yeah alright what video would you make for zombies what would you do how would you well I would that? do I would do something like maybe in a in the cliche but I mean at least that's how I pitch I picture the the vision of like horror and horror movies and, mm-hmm. and, and zombies. And so I would do something really vintage, uh, maybe with a with a director that I love, you know, from horror movies. Maybe Dario Argento directing that it. Be that would be amazing. Maybe maybe even having people from like uh, the Goblins, which was the band, you know, that mm-hmm. did a lot of like soundtracks for Dario Argento. Maybe playing some cameos in the in the movie. And I would do something like very visually cool with special effects you know just like something like awesome makeups i would do something like that maybe black and white mixed with a performance like a live performance would it be people be zombies in the video absolutely yes i mean that's the fun of it i would love you to to be to have somebody that makes special effects to do to make a proper proper zombie makeup i mean that's the fun of it Mm. so be like walking dead the musical but not thriller (laughs) <laughs> maybe a mix in between the two because I mean I love the I love the imaginary of of, of thriller yeah. but I would go for a more modern makeup because of course the effects are much better and they're more realistic yeah you on Halloween in fact, in fact for both of the the days on the UK tour but especially on Halloween you, you put some amazing makeup on which I mean, it's not. I mean, it looks better in a in the picture than it is because obviously, I mean, I didn't but have. It was. To... You did it yourself, though. Right? Yeah, I did everything. I did everything, you know, clothes and and makeup. But I mean, it's not. It's it's not amazing. I mean, if you look at it, it's very imperfect and and done with whatever I had available. You know, I did it with like regular regular makeup, so it's is it is not the proper. Material to right use there. is not it, it, yeah it's just like Halloweenish, it's something quick. But I I also like that type of makeup that it's it's imperfect. But you do it very quickly. But I, I kind of like it for Halloween at least. So would I you know that I can video? do much better even if I'm not a pro makeup artist. But it was already it was already enough for the time that I had. Yeah, and sure. I think I think it looked kind of cool. I think a lot. Of people <laughs> I think it really, really well. Nice. So, would you be in this zombies video? Like, I kind of now see it as like The Walking Dead as well, which yeah. is because the special effects on the zombies in there is amazing. They're amazing. They're amazing. So, would you want to be in the video as a zombie? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. Actually, we know somebody that that works on on Walking Dead, and I was like, if, if you guys need any cameos, I mean, I, I just you know just to see how it would look with proper zombie makeup I would do it I'm just 
season five of The Walking Dead, we need to see you clinging onto the fence. Trying to that would be cool. That would be cool, right? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I just want to. I just want the season to end, and I want to see all the episodes. Yeah, I'm still a few behind. Anyway, yeah. sorry, next question. <laughs> we could be talking about zombies. I know. Lives. So, what's been the most challenging song for you to sing live from Broken Granada? To sing live, none, because we didn't pick up songs that are really challenging. But uh, in the album, I can talk about the recording. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I forgive, because it's really high, and it stays on the high notes. It's not really about getting to that note, because it's really easy, but it's just like keeping the same note over and over. So it will be really difficult for me to perform it every night. Um, some passages in Hostage to the Light. Hostage to the Light are, are not easy. Uh, but the most challenging was, um, let me think, let me think, there was another one that was, um, some, some back vocals of I Burn In You were extremely high, and uh, let me think, damn it, I can think of the title of the other song, there's another song that it's even higher than than I forgive um, so these songs that, that you say that I guess the lyrics are, or the, the vocals are really high is there something you must consciously choose to do that when you're recording the song is it something that the it's just that or? you know we, we just we just do whatever we like so sometimes if I like it and I know that I can record it sometimes I don't think that maybe it might be more challenging to do it live and it would be hard for me to do it every day and maybe we'll leave a song aside because it's really really hard to sing live because when you're recording it it's a completely different situation from the live situation the touring situation you know you don't eat proper food you don't sleep properly so sometimes you get sick and your voice is not on top so even if it's kind of easy in the recording studio because you're well rested you can do it you know anytime you can decide it if you want to do it today or tomorrow. On a live show, it's completely different because it's like, oh, today I'm sick. I have no voice whatsoever. It doesn't really matter how much syrup I get or how many throat candies I get. I can make it tonight. So you have to choose the set list in a different way, in a way that is comfortable to sing every night. Because, mm. okay. you know, singing is different than just like playing. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if a guitar string breaks, you can change the string. If the voice gets tired, it's really hard to sing every night. Do you do any vocal training before you go on stage? I do some warm-ups, but I started to do them kind of recently because I, I, I'm, I'm very lazy in warm-ups. I never took lessons, so I didn't really know how to warm-up. Mm. And then Andrea started to, to do some warm-ups, and I kind of I follow him, not doing exactly the same thing. I'm more humming than, than doing proper warm-up because he's doing the warm-up for like a um, like a growling voice mainly and as soon as I don't sing in a growl voice I just I just improvise I just personalize his warm-up basically you steal his ideas <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> sneaky so victims yeah. let's talk about anger Christina for a moment then yeah the, the line the lines out of victims that you, yeah that you kind of chant I mean yeah how did that come about in the song? How did, why did you choose to do that? And I don't know. What was the core recording You know what? I, I, I don't know how it came out. Uh, I don't know. It came, I think it just happened in the recording studio. And 
and everyone liked it because they they said that it had a, a sort of a Rage Against the Machine vibe mm. and it's not that I'm a fan of uh, Rage Against the Machine but I definitely love their 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 anger you know their in 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 the songs so this came out it's something in between angry and and kind of psycho at the same time so uh, I love doing it live because I can do any voice I want and and it's just fine you know <laughs> was it easy to record just yes yeah 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 just... yeah there are two songs now now I can think of the title of the other song I'm like brain farted but I, I can't remember the song. That's okay. That's okay. Okay, so I've got some questions from fans now. Yeah. Okay. So, my first question yeah. is um, from another Christina, and she asks, what's the best shower soap? The best shower, shower soap? soap. Oh, you know what? I'm not picky at all, as long as it smells like a... Usually, I'm more into vanilla, almonds, coconut... Mm-hmm. type of smells and probably one with not a lot of like perfume uh, you know the, the creamy ones that yeah, are ones, hydrating yeah, up like moisturizing your skin a little bit mm-hmm. uh, not 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 aggressive but I don't have like a favorite brand or anything so you don't have to take a particular one at all no 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 I always pick up the same smell just because I like the smell of the skin once you shower but I don't have like I don't have a favorite brand okay Okay. I've got two <laughs> questions here. So yeah. the first one uh, is from Stephanie, who asks, "Will you ever do the Legacy Tour again?" And I think what she means there is that songs from every album of Liquid Nicole or going right back to the beginning. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, that was special because of the 15 years of Liquid Nicole. But uh, I would like to do, if possible, maybe in the same city, like two or three nights and maybe do one night the old songs from Coma Lies, the old songs from Karma Code the, the second night something mm-hmm. like that I would love to do I would love to do something like that was the um, well you did Karma Code at the Female Voices Metal Fest that was yeah. very very popular do you consider doing any other, any other albums like, like for example I would like to Karma do Lies I itself? would like to do Karma Lies I would like to do Karma Lies but um, when we did the Karma Code album for the Metal Female Voices tour, uh, we didn't have a lot of time to rehearse, so Karma Code was the obvious choice because we already play a lot of songs from the from the record, so we were already like we already practiced the songs during the live shows, and not only that, it's to to this day I think is the most successful in terms of sales of copies mm-hmm. album that Lacuna Coil ever had, so I assume is the is the the one that. The majority of the people know. Mm. Uh, if we would play, let's say, uh, a tour where we we play all the songs from Unleashed Memories, of course the old school fans know it, but the new fans are not going to be very familiar because they started to follow us maybe from from either Shallow Life on or yeah. or Coma Lies on anyway. Mm. I understand that. So yeah. Ash asked the question. Yeah. If you could ever cover any song from any genre, what would it be? I don't know, because we always have problems in picking up songs for 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 covers, especially due to the fact that we have two singers. So it's it's difficult to find a song where the voice can 
you know, our voices can complement each other and they would not sound funny because if we do a song like sung by a guy, there is my voice to to be, you know, to have the challenge with mm -hmm. and the other way around with, uh, with Andrea. I can't think of a song that I, that I would love to, to, to cover. Maybe I mean, there are so many songs that I like. The Backstreet Boys? Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I mean, I, I would definitely do something like funny on, on stage, but then... Because you, you cover songs with, 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 with Reza Phonic and yeah. you do um, the Queen tribute. Yeah. And so there's, you're, I get the impression you quite enjoy covering music and kind of interpreting it in your own way and I like it especially if it's different from from the stuff that I usually sing because there are a lot of rock metal songs that we obviously love because it's our favorite genre but to to make a metal cover of a metal song doesn't make a lot of sense I like to play with songs that are not necessarily metal and and make them ours, as it happened with like losing my religion. I don't like the original song, to be honest. I mean, I love the lyrics, I respect REM, but it was too happy sounding for for my taste. Mm -hmm. They don't really like the music, you know. How is it with with music? Sometimes you love it and it gives you something. Musically, didn't really give me a lot. But as soon as I heard Marco version of the music, I, I instantly fell in love because it was very Lacuna Coil. So it was a great compromise because it was like I love the. I love the lyrics. We changed the the vocal line and made it more Lacuna Coil, so it was perfect. You know, we, we homaged uh, another artist with That's our. That's a great cover version, isn't it? We, I think we were. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. We never we've never played it live, but I think we're gonna perform it. I was gonna say we're waiting for you to play it. I think it's a great song. Are you still playing? Enjoying the silence? Well, there we go. We're already yelling. But no, but we're in Glasgow. So okay, so they're gonna they're screaming random stuff. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we love enjoy the silence and the crowd. I mean, London last night. Just oh yes, yeah. I mean, this is the perfect territory because it's it's it, you know in the states sometimes they know the song, but the Pesh Mode are not as big yeah. as yeah. they are here. So in Europe is way more fun. Yeah, it, and it's it, the perfect moment where everybody sings because I'm not expecting everyone in the crowd to know every song we have, every lyrics. So that's that's the moment where everyone sings because it's such a popular song yeah. that brings everyone together. So I love it. And of course, it's a co-headline, so there will be people there that are for Motionless in White. Well, of and, course, and you, yeah, of course. You, you draw know? them into yeah. Lacuna Coil, and yeah, and now I've never, doesn't... I've never thought about. Oh, we are closing the show. Oh, we are headliners, so everyone knows everything we do. You know, there is always somebody, even if it's your headliner show and you're the only band playing, there will always be somebody that never heard of your music. Maybe one of your fans will bring somebody to the to the venue, and they will see you for the first time. It happens so many times. There was people coming to us. It's the first time I see you guys. I came here because my my my, my boyfriend is a big fan, and and now um, I love you guys. It always happens. Yeah, well, so I, I never expect. I I I always perform, thinking that there is somebody that never heard us before, never saw us before. Yeah, that's a really good attitude. <laughs> have, in fact, in fact, I was in the the pub yesterday and I met a guy who was being brought along by his friends and never seen you guys live. So there you go, perfect example. Uh, did they, they, they like the show? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. absolutely. It's all about it. Thumbs up. <laughs>
awesome. I had great, great things about the show yesterday. I'm so happy. It was the, really the best good. thing was was to hear. I left with a great feeling. I saw you guys before, but and and I can tell what was different. But everybody said that there was a, I don't know, there was a different vibe yesterday. I don't yeah. know if it was. There was just a lot of energy around. That. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I can feel the difference. I, don't, I feel. I feel something changed in in the last year. We have a different approach live that we can. I cannot even explain it. I feel different on stage. It's a different. It's a different connection with the crowd. I don't know if it's because of the of of internet, so I'm more connected with the fans. But it, there there is a strong connection that. There, I mean, it wasn't that strong before. I, I don't know what happened. I can point out what what it was. I have a question for you. This yeah. is my own question. So, yeah. you talked about the internet just now yeah. and your connection with that. What is it like living with the pressure of being that internet celebrity, that icon? So many people hang on your word. You know, every time you post something, someone's going to be publishing it. Does that ever generate? kind of internal pressure in Christina that you have to no think about no mm, no because I mean in general I don't think I'm that person that parents can be afraid of you know I'm, I love life I have a positive approach so I hope that whoever doesn't have a positive approach in life or having troubles can kind of be inspired by the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm leaving my dream, but of course I'm going through struggles as well. You know, I'm human. I, I, I'd like them to see the human side of Christina. So it's not that I'm playing celebrity on the on, on, on Facebook or on Instagram and then I have to be worried because like, oh my God, I'm completely different in life. I am what I am and whatever I portrait, it's me in real life. So I don't have any pressure because I'm not playing... I'm not playing... The character of somebody that that's not me that's why I don't really feel any pressure and and plus it's my page so I mean if somebody doesn't agree with what I'm saying or what I'm doing it's still my space you know I'm not there to to preach to people or or tell people that I'm the right one and they're all wrong it's not about that you know, I'm there I'm just like okay this is my life this is what I think this is my post that I myself wrote because I don't have a secretary is really me even though a lot of people don't don't <laughs> believe that and if they like my post fine if not they can follow someone, someone else, else they they, they can unfollow me I don't I don't care <laughs> fair enough but I think that's a very healthy way of looking at it I mean there's again maybe it's a cliche but there is a perception that people do put this face on and I, I always get the perception with you uh, that you are very natural, very open. I mean, you know me. You know me. You, you know me very well. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's awesome when you put uh, stuff from 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 your your work. So I love to put like good pictures that I took of the great photographers uh, with with stage clothes and proper makeup. But I also like to show the other side because it's like yes, Christina is on stage is performing, but Christina is also you know the the. The girl that goes out with a hat, with a furry hat, with ears, uh, that, that dresses up like a like a tomboy. I I want them to see the old range. Obviously, you know that I'm never really posting like super private stuff, just because it's the only 
is the, is the most important thing in my life, so I like to protect it. But mm, of course, but they can see everything else, you know. And I have nothing to hide. And that has generated such a massive connection with fans, as you say. I, I can feel it. This is probably the biggest change that I was telling you before. Maybe it's due to the fact that I'm more in touch with 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 the fans. Maybe. So Russell from Kent yeah. asked the question. What is your current recipe for a good pasta sauce? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, shrimp and zucchini sauce. So what I do, I, I put like uh, extra virgin olive oil and depending on the day, whichever I like, I put garlic or um, chopped onions, uh, cherry tomatoes. And I mean, the, the quantity, it's it's to your liking. Is I, I, I don't have like portions for it. Like, let's make it balanced in between in between zucchinis, in between shrimps and, and cherry tomatoes. And I usually saute like the shrimps, I chop the shrimps, I chop the zucchini and uh, I toss some white wine mm-hmm. and then I just let it cook so the, the cherry tomatoes kind of melt everything and I love it, I love it so much. Do you have a particular type of pasta? Does that work particularly well with Penne. 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 penne rigate is my... I, I always cook penne rigate when I'm home. Okay. <laughs> or tortellini, but or that's tortellini. a different thing. You don't need specific sauce there, good as they are. Okay. <laughs> um, what song are you most proud of, personally most proud of? Proud? Yeah. Whew. Oh boy. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm proud of all of them. I mean, there is not one that is like standing out. I mean, I'm, I'm really proud when uh, also when I sing songs that are very difficult to to sing, even from other people. So it's kind of like, okay, I did it. But I can I can name one. I can name one. I always say that it's like it's like asking to a mom which one is your favorite son or favorite daughter out of the bunch. It's like I love them all. So it's hard to pick up one. I think that's the right problem. Uh-huh. Answer actually. <laughs> okay, Mike from Manchester has got some kind of quick fire questions yeah. for you. And the first one he asks because we all know that you love love uh, love cider that you love Guinness. Ah right. uh, yeah yeah I like white beers better like especially when they're like um, a pal. I like you know Belgian beers, mm-hmm. but when they're like uh, honey uh, tasting more than Guinness, I like Guinness. But uh, Kritz was more into Guinness. Okay. He was the, okay, the Guinness so lover. He actually asked you, and I don't know whether or not you've had these, so yeah. this might be a difficult question to answer. Huh? Uh, Guinness and cider, yeah, or Guinness and champagne. I never tried it. Never tried it, so no. I have no idea. The only thing I tried was, uh, is it Guinness with Bailey's? Yeah. Like a Irish. Yeah, that's That's the only. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that because our tour manager forced me to have one, not two actually, in New York. So, yes, they are heavy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not a big drinker anyway. No, I know. <laughs> Let's go for an easier question then. Elvis yeah. or the Beatles? Pardon? Elvis or the Beatles? I'm not a fan of. Either? No, no. Mm, okay. No. Alright, Zeppelin or Black Sabbath? Black Sabbath. <laughs> we, we, we knew we'd be able to find one yeah. that you would, uh, you would like. But with respect. I mean, of course, of course. Okay, then this is 
Russ is obviously asking very challenging questions today, yeah. given, given what he's come out with. Yeah. I think we're also challenging your favourite sons and daughters again by asking Hyperfast or Half Life? Uh, let me see. I don't know. Uh, I like Hyperfest a lot. But Half-Life, I like the I like the verses a lot, the way it develops. But let's say Hyperfest. <laughs> Bianca from London asks, what's your least favorite question to be asked in an interview? It didn't happen in a while, but it was like, how's to be a woman in a metal band? And what does Lacuna Coil means? These were the two recurring questions yeah, but like those how, two questions yeah off. and now is to be a woman in the metal band i mean i guess now they're not asking anymore because of course they, they asked it so many times and, and there are more bands with a female in the lineup so it's not a surprise anymore ironically i did ask andrea what it's like to be a male singer <laughs> he said pretty normal actually <laughs> okay so we're coming to a kind of a close now yeah. of a, a fan question so What's one song that never had a video that you think should have had a video? The Pain. The Pain? Yeah. Did you have it in your head as to tell I, I really like that song. Uh, I think it's a very cinematic song. I definitely had a vision of, of this song. The lyrics were, were different from the, from the lyrics that we, we rewrote the lyrics because the vocal line came out almost immediately as soon as I heard the music because I, I just love it. I, I really, really love it. So the situation was completely different. It was, it was more inspired by a friend of mine who, who was into drugs. So I was more imagining the struggle that he had. I would, it was completely different. Um, but then as soon as we, we like to talk about experience we personally have, mm. Uh, I thought that it would have been not disturbing, but not really connected to our type of music. So we made it different. We, we wrote we wrote the lyrics in a way that we we could be connected. And I think that that song would have been cool with a with a nice video. Okay. Emma asks, hmm? if you could invent a time machine, yeah, and go back or forward in time, what era would you go to and why? Mm. Let me see. Mm. Uh. You know what? I don't. Th I don't think I would. I don't think I would because I'm. I'm pretty happy about how my life went, and I didn't take like decisions that were so bad that I'm that I'm regretting now uh, of course not all the all the choices were were perfect but they led me to who I am now to where I am now and I'm I'm happy to be here I'm happy to be on a tour bus and on, on tour in Glasgow and tonight is going to be a great show and yesterday was a great show I'm still doing the the, the job I love I've been able to turn my passion into into a job so I'm pretty pretty happy where I am now I don't think that there is another year that I would love to to go back no great mysteries from the past that you'd want to go and witness uh, no because the mysteries from the past uh, 
like for example to me the ultimate dream would be to completely get rid of all the water in all the oceans all the seas and see what's what's in there what's hidden in there so it's not it's not a thing from the past it's something very utopistic because i would i would love to see what's under you know like mm. maybe the rat shipped or, or or things like these wow what a cool uh, idea. that would be really cool uh, obviously there are a lot of mysteries like you know like the egyptian pyramids it would be cool to to find out how they how they did it mm. but i'm more I'm more attracted by that that seas ocean thing because i'm pretty sure that we are also uh, like thinking in a different way like for pyramids for example everybody's freaking out it's like oh it's impossible to do it how did they do it but i'm strictly convinced that uh, sometimes some techniques are just forgotten it's not that we weren't able mm. to do that maybe with manual work it's only that we can't imagine nowadays because we are not building pyramid the, the the men are not as strong as in the past because in the past they had no excavators or mm. uh, or or machines to help to help the job so i think that a lot of a lot of stuff has has been forgotten is not that it wasn't possible to do so okay. i mean that's my theory of yeah, course no, it I, might, I be, might be completely wrong but the point is i i just wish i could see under the sea where the water is really really deep and nobody has ever gone there's a sci-fi film there i'm sure of it we can uh, dive, that would be cool water, that would be cool we'll make it all transparent so i'm very fascinated and in a way i'm 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 scared about the profound water the the deep water where you can see mm. it really it scares me yeah i can imagine so yeah. when i see like documentaries when they when they go with like a little lamp and they they can there's illuminate so much, so much the pressure and there's all the creatures are completely different yeah, exactly yeah. it's like there is complete dark there but there's still creatures leaving mm. i wonder what's there maybe a plane that crashed like years and years ago and i'm very fascinated by that mm. very good okay Two more questions. Yeah. So I have a question. This is my question. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered at, as a positive person that that inspired something, something that inspired somebody else to to change the life in a positive way. And I'm I'm very happy every every time I get messages from from kids that are going through troubles that maybe listening to our music or maybe even just like getting a message from me on Facebook they're changing their view on life and this is the biggest reward because they can I can write good songs that can be remember in the in the future but it's way better when you can live a mark as a person and this this would be cool okay so i hope right but one more question yeah. for you today, Christina and it's this and it's you we probably think you know what the question is going to be no but no so i know that at the moment you're although i've asked many many times okay you won't tell me the meaning of the song 119 take from the album management represent i know that i get that but my question to you is and it's yeah. more of a challenge is it the day should it ever come that you, you change your mind and you do decide to tell the world what it means 
Can you send me a message first and let me know? So you will know it. You will know. I promise that one can I day. Be at least one of the like the first few. People. One day, yes, you will be the first in line. Because it's killing me. You will be the first in line. But you know that you don't want to know it because that I will know, spoil yeah, the surprise. Know, you know, it's, it's, it's horrible, isn't it? It's the, one of the situations that is like you want to know it, but you don't want to know it. I, I funnily enough, people say to me, "You must know it," and I go, "No, I don't know it," because you know I don't know. Yeah. And um, I know you must know, man. They told you you just don't. <laughs> I said, no, I, I do not know the answer to this question. But you're absolutely right. I probably shouldn't be saying this on an interview so people can hear it, but the, the mystery, the chase, is probably more exciting than the answer. No, yeah. But it's true. It's true. It's true. Maybe one day I can know and then pretend about it and just keep. Exactly. Just like, oh. Anyway, thank you very much. You're for absolutely my welcome. Today. So it's a pleasure. pleasure. My you. pleasure. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Big thanks to Christina for once again uh, a great interview, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. Well, that brings us on to our song review this week. We are now deep into the realms of Dark Adrenaline with Give Me Something More. And I think it's Mr. Taylor's turn this week. Am I right or am I right? Apparently so. Right. So I'll get cracking. Give Me Something More. Um, obviously, the song starts musically with that synth and guitar intro. Um, it sort of strikes me as quite typo-negative influenced by that sort of um, synth line, which is uh, not a bad thing at all. Um, you then got sort of Andrea begins with a, a haunting, whispering vocal underpinned by some, some bass, which reminds me a bit of a, a modern updated This Is My Dream, dare I say it. And then sort of Christina comes in with um, her vocal sort of louder in the mix, and the, the synth and the sample sort of builds behind it, and you get sort of that discorded guitar come in with the drums and it's just generally a, a slow burn a slow build until you get what i describe as the riff in this song and it just kicks it off it takes it to a whole nother level all of a sudden the song just elevates and it's sort of off it goes of andrea with that really fast paced vocal he sings the verse he takes a pause carries on and you get christina sort of come in that sings the uh, the entirety of the chorus back by andrea and again it's another great example of the the vocal interplay of the, the push-pull dynamic. Um, I think my biggest plus point for this song is it also has another reprise in it. And I don't think there's any band that I've ever heard, and I listen to a lot of bands, that does reprises as well as Lacuna Coil. Because, you know, it just sort of comes out of nowhere, builds and builds and builds, and then goes back into that chorus, and it just adds a completely different dynamic to the song. Because generally, it's quite a straightforward, structured song. But they chuck that reprise in about three quarters of the way through, and it just elevates the song. Lyrically, I think it's quite dark. Um, it tells a story. And sort of if you look at the lyrical content, I won't sort of read it out, but if you go and compare it, it's, it's almost like a, a prelude to Die and Rise with some of the uh, the imagery in there. So that's my thoughts on the Give Me Something More. Fair enough. Mike? 
cool beans from what Ollie's just said. Um, I like it too, but sometimes I feel that it plods along a bit too much, um, whereas Russell's mentioned that the extra bits in it, the reprise, work in its favour. For me, sometimes when I listen to it, um, I, I don't I don't get as it's plodding along so so much for me. I think that the guitars in it could have been done differently, perhaps. Um, but I, I do like it. Don't get me wrong. But there's just something about it when uh, on occasion that I, uh, um, I, I don't really get it. Um, lyrically, I think it could be about losing somebody special or a relationship in life, something along those lines. Um, quite uh, ambiguous with the lyrics, but very detailed um, at the same time. But all in all, it works well. But I think it could uh, give me something more. The title, I think that there could be a little bit missing, and something else could be added to the mix there. So you actually want them to give you something more? Yes, yes, just a bit more. Now the question is: uh, Now I mentioned that after our podcast review of "Kill the Light," Enspun and the Empty Spiral forums questioned whether or not it's a reprise or a bridge, and I think he's right. And I, uh, for me, the bits that kind of Christina comes away and she joins these choruses together. I think it's a bridge, not a reprise. But maybe we can pick that up another time. Anyway, because I picked up this as well. This has got lots of joining bits of music, whether there is a reprise or a bridge. <laughs> or, um, I'm unclear, right? I confused myself. But let me start at the beginning. I love the way this song builds up. It had a, has a kind of what did you say? A modern? What did you say? Some modern take. It's a modern this twist. Is my dream. It's my dream. Yeah, I think the beginning has a it has a very shallow life feel about it. Actually, it kind of it it's it's like a a bridging song in itself between various different albums, and it, it mixes things up quite nicely. I love the way that, as you say, it builds up and builds up and builds up, and then you've got Christina sings that 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 part of the song bridge reprise whatever, uh, and then goes into the chorus, and then the kind of the bass kicks in. I think that's my favourite part of the song. The whole mm. build up to mm-hmm. that point. Uh, I think it's a good song. I think it has depth. I think it has detail and it has heaviness. It's not a great song, but it's a good song and I like it quite a lot. I do think, though, that it's a bit of a mixed bag lyrically. Let me kind of cite you a couple of examples. I absolutely love that that short verse, which is, I cannot wait for a saviour. My angel is long gone. I'm on my knees. I don't want to pray. The bit that Christina sings. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the bit where Andrea in the second line sings, I hear the church bells through the acid rain. I don't know why, but that kind of makes me cringe. I don't know why. I, I really I've have always a, thought that a bit. I really have a problem with that song. It feels like just that, sorry, that song, that line, it feels, just feels like a bit of a cliche, and I don't mm. know why. Um, in fact, I don't go so far as to say that the majority of the second verse doesn't really work for me lyrically. I do like the vocal interplay. They do it so very well. I do like the tonal changes through the song. It goes back and forth as well. Um, but I think in places, the lyrics let the song down a little bit. Musically, it's fine. Um, I don't have a problem with the guitars. I feel that they could probably have done something maybe towards the end with a, not necessarily a guitar solo, but something more in the guitars in the area. But it's 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 a good song. Uh, I don't want to take it take anything away from it. I do like it. And irrespective of the, the few lyrical cliches, I, I I do enjoy listening to the song. So what are we going to give it in terms of numbers? Numbers, I totally agree with you. I like the music. Lyrics laid down somewhat. It's a 8 out of 10 for me, based upon that riff, which is golden. Fair enough. What about you, Mike? 
I, I'm torn really because I, I agree that it's a great song, but for me there's something missing, so um, I'll give it six. Okay, no problem. I, I've also put it down as an eight out of ten for me, irrespective mm-hmm. of the lyrics. So okay, we're slightly divided. Yeah. Mike's definitely looking for something more out of this song. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Russ and I are uh, we're we're generally okay about it. We like the song, and as you say, it's got that good riff in it. So good stuff. Give me something more. Right, well, we're done. That's it. Another week recorded cool. on the Empty Spiral podcast. So, guys, girls, everyone everywhere, coilers across the world, if you want to get in contact with us, you can, of course, do so via the Empty Spiral website. And on the website, you'll also find links to all of the social media sites that we support, which is Facebook, which is Twitter, which is Tumblr. We're not in LinkedIn. I'm not sure how that would work. It'd be a bit weird. Um, <laughs> although i am on linkedin actually and then so are some members of the band but there we go and uh, of course we've got our youtube channel and all of the recent videos that we've been uploading to youtube are also on that channel so do check it out if you're looking for a load of what i think is pretty good live video from the recent uk shows um do check out the channel of course we've got the forums we've got our pages everywhere that you can talk to us on you can get in contact with us via the podcast email address which is podcast empty we'll put all the links to all the things we talked about and using the show notes and uh we'll be seeing you soon next week most likely for our interview with mouse as well as more song reviews but until then enjoy whatever it is you're doing if you happen to be in italy do say ciao to the band from us that's assuming you'll get into shows because um, you really ought to go if you haven't if you haven't already booked tickets. But as I say, until then, listen to more Lacuna Call and enjoy yourself, everybody. Goodbye. Cheers, everyone. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> enjoy the silence.